Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode number 67. Unspoken Rules, part two. My name is Adam Childs across the road table street from Kieran Lefebvre. He's the button masher. The button masher, blue belt extraordinaire. Yeah. What's going on, bro? Mate, just enjoying my morning coffee and getting keen for our very first part two episode. Yeah. We haven't uh, done this before. No, actually, um, it's it was not planned. We'll let you guys know. We got nothing to hide. Mm. We don't plan anything. We don't plan nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it just sort of happened a bit organically in the sense yeah. that, you know, the episode 66, Unspoken Rules, it kind of, we had a whole list of stuff we wanted to speak about and uh, we were like, man, we didn't get to it. And instead of going, oh, we'll do another episode on it in a later date, which we've done with previous episodes where we've kind of had a topic that yeah. could have overflowed into a much longer episode. We, we've never come back to yeah. any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this time we thought, man, why don't we just do them back to back and, yeah, and do, a, do a part two episode? So obviously this is a part two. So this requires listening to part one. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, do it. I mean, alone. it's do good for the analytics. You should do yeah. it. But if not, do it or don't uh, do it. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but chill. <laughs> Please support us. <laughs> yeah. Right. So obviously, if if you're listening to this episode and yeah. you're like, they didn't even mention this unspoken rule. Either well, yeah, we probably got either it. we forgot or it's in the first episode. Most likely, it's in the first. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so. You just have to listen to find out. You have to find out. <laughs> yeah. Follow for more. Follow for part two. That's- <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway. thumbs up, subscribe. Yeah. Ding the notification bell. Yeah. Leave a comment. I'm going to clip that segment. It really helps out the channel. I'm going to clip that segment and use it as my, like, subscribe fucking you should, bro. animation. You your, should. your face, like, whatever. <laughs> so, and give it, like, that South Park, like, I can face. I can do that. <laughs> 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 so let's get into it. Unspoken rules part two. What have you got for us, Ads? So uh, there's a few that, that I wanted to talk about, some that are a bit more kind of banter related in the sense that I wouldn't classify them as unspoken rules, but they're, you know, they happen in some gyms. So just the, the title of the particular unspoken rule in itself People who have been training long enough will be like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, my gym doesn't do that, but you, you'll you be aware of it. But before that, there was one other legitimate unspoken rule that we didn't get to last episode that is, I would say it's probably the most well-known unspoken. It's a bit of a paradox, right? It's like the most well-known unspoken it's rule. the most spoken unspoken rule. No, it's the it's the most well known unspoken rule, but it's also the most unspoken unspoken rule. So it's like, how does it become the most well known unspoken rule if nobody talks about it? I'm intrigued. You know, uh, which is the whole never ask your instructor about your belt or, or when is my next belt or or you know. I don't want to blanket say belt progression because that's not a fair fair thing to ask because definitely new people join gyms and they go, oh, how do the belts work? Like they have no idea, right? They get just, one. Yeah. I reckon you <laughs> yeah. get one one ask early days. Yeah, you know, your first oh, month. You, I thought you were you saying like one. you get one belt. You get one <laughs> and that's it. Look after it. <laughs> and then it slowly over time turns black. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's the sort of unspoken rule that definitely – Exists and you and I'm I'm sure you probably 
understand what I'm saying now. It's definitely the most uh, well-known unspoken rule, but yeah. it's the least spoken rule at yeah. the same time. Yeah. What do you, what do you, as as someone who is closer to the 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 newer jujitsu practitioner end than the <laughs> you know <laughs> the shock and awe on Kieran's face, <laughs> but I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on it? As someone who still has some belts to pass through, yeah. how did you first hear about this rule or like when was it exposed to you? Because you're definitely familiar with it. Mm. You know, as soon as I said it, you were like, oh yeah, yeah. I think I heard about it. Probably I I probably saw it on some sort of forum or comment because I got into the jiu-jitsu social media space really early, right? Like my first month of you training. You were like, I was I was knee deep into the Reddit forums before I decided to start training. I yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so funnily enough, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I made I, you would have seen it. I made a YouTube video after my first session and like because I was already doing YouTube before I started training jiu-jitsu and I made a video like um, something like uh, what what to know before your first class from someone that just did theirs or whatever whatever it was like things I learned things I wish I knew Catchy. you know yeah it was like things I wish I knew like some sort of I would change all of them I'm actually going to redo that video and you know make it a thing but not to get off track and then jiu-jitsu times like that magazine like the online oh, yeah, magazine yeah, yeah, they yeah. picked it up and, and published it in an article what yeah 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 so they picked up the video and they found it through reddit because jeremy skinner posted then why are you it on so reddit. poor no, tell joking. me about it they didn't even fucking pay me no no so uh and the only reason i figured out because my analytics on that video just skyrocketed on on external and then i like youtube's so, but, able to tell you exactly where external views come from and it but came so up jujitsu times they took it as in they just copy pasted no what they did is, is they, they, they wrote they, an article about it and then shared the video in the article and was like oh you know a lot of us forget what it's like you know doing your first class check out kieran i guess he, that's better than know, them just essentially uh plagiarizing your your Video yeah, no, they, they published the video. They like yeah. promoted the video and they did that. I found out, you know, because I traced back and I, I looked up on BJJ subreddit and that's where Jeremy, um, Jeremy Skinner, who we've had on the podcast, spoken about him so many times, he uh, promoted it without like, he didn't tell me that he did it. He just promoted it like, oh, hey, check out, check out my friend. And he just started like, he just started doing jujitsu. He put a YouTube video out showing some love and because, of, you know, Jeremy's pretty well known, he, he generated some interest in it. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu Times picked it up from there. They published it. They published heaps of my stuff before. Even like when the Danaher this stuff. Is the, this is obviously their online. Yeah, their yeah. online stuff. Yeah, no, nothing in magazines. Let's, you know, keep your heads on. But uh, when the Danaher Discord shit was going down, yeah. you know, I'm, I And that's when you made your videos. first $2.43 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's now $5.43 total over 12 months. Uh, but that's, they picked that up as well. And it's like, hey, if you want to know the latest, like whenever they re released like the Danaher Death Squad um, updates, they're like, for the latest, this video breaks down. And it was my video. I'm like, ah, a couple of websites did that, which was pretty cool. Jiu-Jitsu Times, there's just one editor sitting there on YouTube just like keeps refreshing your channel being like, come on. Yeah, 100%. Like it's easy journalism for them. So they weren't the only ones. There was another uh, jiu-jitsu website. It was like uh, jiu-jitsu Europe or something like that. They picked it up as well. A couple of my videos in the past. And it's funny. I see like the trickle down analytics from all these random websites. Mm. Really, it's it's cool. Uh, but Enough I, of your fame and fortune. Enough so, of my fame so and fortune. So what are your so thoughts I, on I found the whole out the belt thing through just like being in that space. Um, but I, I knew it before that. And I think I knew it as like a common sense sort of thing. It's it's kind of like, I don't even, I don't even know if I did. Maybe I just heard it somewhere else or, or whatever and assumed that I, I knew it beforehand. But it seems 
it seems common sense, right? When when you're a beginner, but that's the funny thing because a lot of the the unspoken rules seem common sense, but we definitely have a very warped perception oh, of common sense because exactly. we're in the space. So it's common sense to someone that's been training for more than a minute, right? Yeah. But yeah, so I think that looking back on it, I think I'm a little bit too far removed from day one to know where I learned it, but I definitely learned it and it was just reinforced. Like you must never ask about your belt progression. And it seems like current common sense now, like asking about your belt progression is the surefire way to add time onto your yeah, belt. Yeah, that's, that's the, not the saying, but that's the, that's the sort of consequence that is, is known to go with it. That if you mm. ask like, when's my next belt, when am I grading or something along those Why lines would you, that that's you, the wrong question to be asking. That you, yeah. You should be asking, and I know you've spoken about this, but I'm all fired up. You should be asking, Hey coach, how, how can I get better? Yeah. So that kind of, you know, segues into how I wanted to address this unspoken rule that would be, well, firstly, like I briefly said, you can't fault someone who's brand new and they don't know anything about the sport and they just flat out ask you, oh, how do the belts work? They get a whole pass. Yeah, yeah. Of course, because they might, you know, brand new people don't even know that like it'll be white and blue and like, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, I saw this person with a yellow belt. Okay, yeah, yeah it's a that? kid's belt. Like yeah. they don't know, right? They got mm. no idea. So of course they have every right to ask, uh, you know, and they're like, oh, how long does it take? You know, because maybe they do karate or something and they're in for a shock and awe to learn that it's not just a, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to dump pay to shit win. on karate, but oh, you know, some martial arts are pay to win or it's like, oh, it doesn't train once a fortnight. It doesn't matter. But after three years, you'll be a black belt. Mm. So ignoring that, how, how do you ask? Well, there's a few kind of asterisks that I'll put where it's kind of okay. And, um, you know, well, what do I, what do I mean by, is it okay? I'm kind of now shooting myself in the foot wondering, when, if people ask me, when's my belt, do I by default add more time? Cause it's a very spiteful thing to do, right? Like, and it really is just I think, a spiteful look, thing. I mean, subconsciously I, you probably would. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I haven't had someone flat out ask me in that way. Yet. All right, like, ads, I'm going to be the first mate. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't already, I've, I've already added plenty of time <laughs> to your belt. Don't worry about it. The damage has been done. <laughs> but I have had Not people fair. ask me and I think this is well, within their rights is, and it usually comes from white belts, uh, ask along the lines of, oh, what do I need to do, you know, to get to the level where, you know, I, I could earn a blue belt? You know, how much, like, what's it going to take, bro? Do you need me to, like, give you a lift to the shops? Like, do you want me to, like, you know, how much money, you know? Like I've had people ask me in that regard, like what am, what am I missing? You know, what what do I need to do from a improvement point of view? And I think that's a fair question, you know, because they might be a bit lost in their progression or maybe they feel like they've been training a lot but they had time off or whatever and maybe the question will just be, oh, man, you know, you're so close, you just need to put in a bit more time. Or it might be, oh, man, I'd like to see you compete. Or, you know, oh, man, we've really got to work on this. You haven't, you know, we've shown you this, but you keep forgetting this. We got So I don't think that – I think that's unfair to add more time to someone's belt if they ask – they're asking how can, how can they get better, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think that's fair. The fact that it's, it's not even necessarily that it's connected to asking about belt progression. It's that – 
we as jiu-jitsu instructors or the sport of jiu-jitsu has those belts in place as like sort of mini milestones, yeah. right? So that's obviously their only point of reference to say, what do I, what do I need to learn? What do I need to get better at to reach that rank, mm. right? So I think that's a fair question. Yeah, I think it, it definitely can be a fair question. Absolutely. It, yeah, I mean, it depends how it how, how it's, it's worded, worded and right? like your relationship and how your instructor or your coach or whatever takes it. You know what I mean? Yeah. How they how they like uh, how they're taking yeah. on that information. And because I'm pretty I'm pretty open with my students to to some degree about their, then, their yeah. belt progression. Like, I know exactly what I need to do to get a purple belt from you. Like. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've done it like multiple podcasts. We've done so episodes. many. Like I've, I've sat here for hundreds and hundreds of hours listening to your belief system around jujitsu. Yeah, so I you think don't I've, to I've, ask. Yeah. Like out of all of your students, I probably have one of the better ideas on, yeah. on how to yeah. fucking, what, what you want to see, what you expect and, and you know, how you view jujitsu philosophically, how you view it practically, how you want people to train, how often you want people to train, your view on competition, Man, I've fucking, I've got, got it all. I've got it all. I've got it. Not only do you sit here and listen to it, you hear it when you're uploading the audio. Yeah, and I listen back once, it's, it. once yeah, it's been yeah. fucking, I actually listen to all of our episodes. Yeah. Because I love hearing Look myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> Give myself a little wink. <laughs> when I'm editing, I'll be like, ah. <laughs> uh, But, you know, like I'll give you an example. When I, uh, Joey, who we've had on the podcast, gets mentioned quite a lot, being my first black belt. Uh, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but when Joey came to train with me, uh, I was a, a black belt or quite a new black belt. And I still am, you know, I'm a first degree, meaning being a black belt for three years. And Joey was already a brown belt. And I had a conversation with Joey uh, just about what some of his goals were and things like that. And of course, I already knew one of his goals would be to get a black belt, right? Of course, mm. you know, he's a, a brown belt and he's wanting to continue training. But he said something like, oh, I want to get my black belt before I'm 40 or whatever it was or before I'm 35. I can't remember what it was, he said. But, oh, you know, my goal would be to get it before this and that. And I remember saying to him that, yes, I can help him get there. But I kind of straight up said a few things. I was like, bro, firstly, I would want to see you compete at brown belt. Uh, I also explained to him the rules and regulations in terms of grading people to black belt. So I said, man, it's important for you to note that in terms of being an IBJJF certified, like I'm not allowed to give out a black belt until I'm a second degree. And at this time I wasn't even a first degree yet. So I was like, man, so that's another, whatever it was, four years away or five mm -hmm. years away. So I'm not IBJJF certified. I said, so you've got a couple of options, right? You've got wait until I'm a second degree, knowing that I couldn't give you an IBJJF certified black belt and until you're, until I'm a second degree, right? You've got the option of training under someone who is a second degree certified with the IBJJF, or you have the option of receiving a black belt from me, knowing that I won't be able to sign the IBJJF document, right? So we had this conversation because I thought that was well within his rights mm. to know that. Like imagine if if you, I don't know, spent time studying under s someone assuming that you're going to be qualified to then go off and do 
whatever activity. Yeah, like only studying uh, medicine under someone. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, I'm not a doctor, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. uh, and long story short, I had a conversation with my coach, Fabio, as well. And the, the, the conclusion was, well, IBJDF is just an organization, right? So, yeah, you know, you, there's, you spoke there's, to Fabio about it. Yeah, there's plenty of black belts who would, they've never done their document. There's quite a lot of documentation and bureaucratic shit you need to do to be certified with IBJJF. So there would be plenty of world-class black belts who the IBJJF would not recognize as black belts. Mm. But that's just that organization. These guys are fighting in, I don't know, who's number, I bet you there's black belts fighting in who's number one, like this the flow grappling super fight event. Mm. Uh, for sure that probably have never done their IBJJF documentation. I'm saying. Uh, so anyway, that's just a very long-winded way for me to say I'm quite open with my students about about their their progression and and things like that. I've quite recently had a conversation with a, another student, a purple belt, who we do have a grading coming up, and I didn't go out of my way to say this to him, but we had we were having a conversation about some of his goals and his plans and things like that, and I was like, "Look, bro, I wouldn't typically sit here and tell you this, but." because we're having this conversation, I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you this grading coming up is not going to be the day you get your brown belt, right? I need a little bit more for, and I need this. And it was also, I had made the decision that I felt like he needed to know mm. that I needed more from him. Yeah. What I didn't need from, from him was for him to be really sad and depressed and feeling let down on the day yeah. of the grading. Yeah. That's unnecessary pain for him. So, Again, it's a quite a long-winded way of saying that I'm very open with my students about it. I've never had someone say, when's my belt, right? But uh, I don't think the conversation is 100% off the table. Uh, and that's kind of point number one, right? <laughs> the, uh, the other time that I would say it's definitely kind of cool and perfectly fine to have those conversations is for sure if you're a high-level competitor. That is not unheard of for, for students to say, to their coach, like I want to, I want to compete at Worlds. Like you know, let's say Worlds is in May, and your coach has got a grading coming up in April. You've been a four stripe purple belt for two years, right? So there's maybe a good chance you're going to get your brown. I don't think it's unheard of to have that sort of conversation of like, oh, I want to compete at Worlds before I get my brown belt, or something like that, or you know, because then if you're wanting to go that route of a professional athlete, of course, there needs to be some correlation to your results in competition and your belt progression. Not that I'm not saying you have to win worlds at blue belt before you can get a purple, but you gotta win need, something, bro. there's got to be some correlation. <laughs> and so, I've already ticked that box. Yeah. So I'm fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking so I don't done. think that's purple a- belts coming. <laughs> <laughs> I already won. Dad come on, said bro. so. Come on, bro. I won. <laughs> Throw me in a purple belt. Actually, while we're talking about that and we'll get onto another unspoken rule, I am going to, I've already decided, can't change my mind. Toward the end of the year, I'm going to compete in pro division. So I'm going to compete in Nogi Pro against Brown and Black Belts. Fucking do it, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't know why I brought that up. Just doing it. Bro, it'd be sick. <laughs> Fucking that. I've decided I'm giving you a purple belt. Yeah, bro. He's <laughs> <laughs> pulled one out. <laughs> there you go, son. <laughs> That'd be funny you promote me on the oh, podcast. You don't know how long I've been carrying this on me, bro. I've been waiting. <laughs> been waiting for you to say that, that, that thing. But uh, yeah, what's, what's another unspoken rule? So, all right. So that's another sort of like serious one. I want to go into some ones that are slightly sort of unrealistic but you 
some gyms would enforce this or call you out if you don't. Mm. So they're a bit more vague unspoken rules, but I just want to have a bit of a laugh at them. So uh, the first one is always use appropriate titles, right? Mm. And uh, for sure, more traditional gyms will do this. Like you will have, we kind of spoke about uh, when we, in the last episode, some of the rules in terms of greeting people when you go in and on the mats. And we had a bit of a chat about whether you bow going on and off the mats, right? If you want to hear that, it's in the other episode. But essentially we were saying like, yeah, there's for sure traditional gyms where you have to bow and you got to bow to the picture of the grandmaster and whatever. And kind of to, to stereotype these sort of gyms, they're the sort of gyms that you may have to only refer to your coach as like professor or master, right? And first of all, professor is not, as strong as a word in the English language as we think it is like the word, like when we think in English professor, you think someone who's got like a PhD or, you know, a a doctorate or something like that, you know, the lecturer at a uni or something. But in Portuguese professor is just the translation of the word teacher. Right. right? So like if you were, I in, while I was living in Brazil, I taught people English just, man, just to make money. But I was in Portuguese, you would say I was a professor de inglês, like an English professor. I'm not an English professor, right? But Mate, so not yeah, close. <laughs> yeah, not even close, right? Mate. I don't even know my ABCs. Yeah, D's D, yes, right. They changed the ABC song. We spoke yes, about we this. Yes, we did. I was but thinking about that. Yeah. Anyway, You're still, still fuming. We always just ref- <laughs> it's like subtle jabs to previous episodes. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Link in the description. Oh, this is right? like a little reward for our long term listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely some gyms would be like professor, master. I think it's stupid. I like to have a much more sort of intimate relationship with my students. You, you would <laughs> they call me daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, papa, right? Most students call me ads, which is weird because none of my – it's always how I know that they're at a distance because none of my real friends call me ads, by the way. They all <laughs> um, but my stud- most of my students what call me ads. What do your real ads. friends call you? I'm not telling you. No. <laughs> so <laughs> the reality of that um, that slight just sunk in. <laughs> so no, it's quite funny because uh I don't know, maybe I think almost Joey and JT started it. So people who don't know the the guys from Bulletproof that well or you've never seen any of their content or in person oh, you've or whatever. seen one you've seen both of them yeah. really fucking, <laughs> that's they the look jo- the same that's the joke right people assume they're brothers they have very similar they're very different people don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong but they different. have very similar mannerisms to some degree and they look similar so it's quite funny like JT James is the only guy in my adult life pretty much all through my teens and adult life and all my time in Brazil and whatever, he was the only person who called me ads, right? Right. And the first time I ever met Joey, JT didn't introduce me as ads. Oh, this is Adam. This is, this is Joey, blah, blah, blah. And within like 10 minutes, Joey was calling me ads, right? It's just mm. like reinforced that they're very similar mm. people. And then, so I don't know if them being around the gym kind of bred that, that everyone in the gym calls me ads. I thought right? that's like your preferred nickname because that's, uh, how, that's yeah. how like you were, I mean, you were introduced as Adam and I called you Adam when, you know, you introduced me, but everyone was calling you ads. Like, oh, hey, ads, ask ads. Like your name is fucking ads. Yeah. Shut up, man. Yeah. What the so, fuck? What's your, what's your actual <laughs> nickname? I'm telling you about, nah, yeah. So most of my like, you know, my, my friends outside of the gym, they call me AC, like my initials. 
Really? Yeah, so that's what I've been called for. AC. Like all, probably, I'm going to start calling you AC. Probably see. <laughs> so if you if you see Chris, right? Yep. So because you AC. Yeah. Really? Chris will call me AC, right? Because Chris is you know, AC a, a blue belt of mine. But like you ever get AC DC? No, but my brother's name's David, so our initials together are ACDC. Oh my God, that is so good. Yeah. Are, you, are you the older brother? No, I'm not. Yeah, oh. younger than him. I know, it's almost It's perfect. always that. Yeah. I'm going to call you David now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you Adam. So, yeah, that's uh, interesting. So yeah, anyway, you'll notice Chris, because we used to live together and our friends, you know, have been friends for years. He'll call me AC and- Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Can I call you AC? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, but other people- I'm a true friend. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> I want to put these two clips together. Only my true friends call me yeah. AC. Can I call you AC? Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But not when anyone else is around. Yeah, <laughs> not on air. Uh, so yeah, and my whole uh, career in Brazil- I, you know, I always called Fabio, Fabio, mm. right? Never called him instructor, professor, master, yeah. Yeah. you know, but there were also people right next to me. I'll be like, Hey Fabio. And other people would like bow to him and be like, you know, oh, master or professor. Mm. So it's a bit of an unspoken rule, but I think it's only really enforced in, in quite traditional gyms, yeah. similar to bowing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess again, and similar to the bowing thing, I don't bow. I've made, I would have bowed less than a handful of times. But if I was visiting someone else's gym and they're lining up and like, oh yeah, bow to the master. I mean, I would bow, right? I mean, yeah. they're you follow gym. the lead, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if they told me to call the instructor professor, I would. I mean, their gym, right? It's mm. their their gym, their rules. But mm. in my gym, you can call me ads. <laughs> or Adam or AC, I guess. You, but. you cannot use AC. You need to be given permission. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you sorry, need, that's you right. need to receive permission. I'll revoke for AC. your AC card. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like a little laminated. <laughs> yeah. How fucking, how big does your ego need to be? Yeah, hey? Oh, God. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. You got a laminator? You do it now? Yeah. You can't now. Well, you're, you you gave me a nickname at the gym that's sort special of stuck. K. That's stuck, yeah. As it, as even, I like it. Even my mate Zach calls me Special K Does from he? time to time. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's Whenever like- it's a jiu-jitsu. Like, he was filming me the other day um, at, the, at the comp in the finals when I was like took this guy's back and I was about to choke him. And he was like just commentating on the camera like, oh, Special K's got you now. Like, you're fucked now. Time, time to go to sleep. And yeah. he was just like fucking commenting. It's, it's super annoying to get rid of in the, yeah. <laughs> in the post. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Like these kids next to him are laughing and yeah. It's really good because you could, I mean, whatever mood you're in, you could change. Like if someone ever said, oh, how'd you get that nickname? Right. Like we have- I don't a, even know. You just- We have a guy at the gym called um, Jonas who has a nickname called- soy as in soy sauce but it came from he had a previous you know one of those classic stories of oh his nickname used to be this and then soy rhymes with that yeah you know like uh yeah you know so you could always change the story so i started calling you special k um i don't know why i think because special k is also known as being slang for ketamine right i don't know if you know that but yeah, right, right. now, yeah. And so, so you could always you, tell you could always be like, yeah, you know, because I put people to sleep. It's like ketamine, special K. <laughs> but you could also be like, for any international listeners, you wouldn't know we have a cereal uh, in Australia oh, called Special K. It's an, it's worldwide. Well, yeah, right. It's made by Kellogg's. So, yeah. so you'd be like, because I eat heaps of fucking Special K, bro. Yeah, bro, I'm munching yeah. on that cereal. You could also bus. just be like, oh, yes. So special. Some, right? It's so it's yeah. so so layered, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I like that that stuck. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, special K. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, as calls me at the most. Does, yeah. yeah, Aaron. Anyway, as Aaron is my favorite because Aaron is is kind of like my dad in the sense that he 
says like the most random sayings that you've never heard of and make no sense. Like you, I don't know, you'll be telling a story and then as will say something like, you know, yeah, like a dog on a fairy with a princess hat. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and he's like, haven't you heard that before? And you're like, no. He's what so does that mean? You know, because he's a bogan. And my dad says the same. Like my dad would just say some. I mean, now I'm used to yeah. the expressions my dad says, but you know, he says something yeah. that you're just like, what? Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I love Haz. He's so good. Uh, all right. So some other unspoken rules, right? And and some are. You know, like I'll glance over this one, line up in order. Like, you know, that's, I mean, it's, it doesn't need to be spoken. It's very clear and obvious when you people do. line that, up. That, that is not even unspoken. That is spoken because when someone joins the gym, you're like, yeah, be told. End, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, depending on how disorientated they are after class, you're not like, you have to be the end because you're the white belt. You're like, oh, yeah, just line up at the end. Just yeah. join and the end of the line. Funny. You know, what I actually, I mean? like, for me, we've spoken previously about stripes on belts and that a white belt with one stripe and a white belt with four stripes, you're in the same division, mm. right? Like you're, it's actually the color of the belt that matters. The stripes mm. aren't official rankings. Yeah. hundred percent. But I like seeing like the, particularly the white belts are like squabble for, no, no, I'm in front of you. Cause I got two stripes and you got one. And I'm yeah, like, right, fucking matter, right, yeah, yeah. but I just like, let it happen. Dude. I've even had like people that um, there's two of us and, we're both zero stripes and then like you try and rank in order who got promoted first. Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've seen had, that I've had that happen as well, you know, or I've, I've even done it where I've just sort of, oh, yeah, you know, a way time, of, yeah. to be like a bit respectful, like, yeah. oh man, you've been a blue belt for longer than me. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And I've you, had people, go ahead. I've had people that got promoted before me that were like purposely, oh no, I'm going to go behind you because you're better or whatever. Like you tap me or some yeah. shit. I'm like, go, go fucking settle down, mate. Just, yeah, just line settle up. Settle down, bro. Just stay just, in your place. Just piece fucking, of shit. Just line up and take the choke, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that one's that one's pretty obvious. Never wearing your shoes on the mat. We spoke about yeah, that. We, we mentioned that. Um, so another one that I'm not even going to say this is unspoken because in, in gyms that enforce it, it is very clearly spoken, which is like only wearing their, their geese or their uniforms, mm. right? There's uh, – it's most of the bigger teams that, that enforce it. We did mention this last episode. Oh, did we? Yeah, right, we, we spoke about uh, Atos and I was like, nah, that's fucked. And you're like, if you went to Atos, you would fucking wear Yeah, we gear. did, sorry. You would rent yeah. their gear. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You right. would, right? Yeah, like, 100%. You would, you would suck it up to, to train. If it was the I, Atos. I, I don't I, care if it's like Atos in Canberra or some shit. I'm like, I'm not fucking <laughs> yeah. buying your gear. I remember when, uh, so Fabio was telling me he went to, uh, Fabio's got a really good relationship with Hodger Gracie. They have a few joint black belts that they've given out together to some some students. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. sick. And he was most, if you don't know who Hodger Gracie is, right, one of the greatest, on fight, yeah, greatest fighters of all time, fought for Gracie Baja. You know, previously Alliance and Gracie Baja were the two top teams that were always like battling each other. Currently, if you're just looking at you know, the worlds and stuff like that, now it's like Alliance and Atos, Atos although yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, Czech. No, Checkman. Was it Checkman who won the last world? I believe so. Was it? I believe so. Yeah, they're uh, always up there. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Fabio, obviously, coming from the earlier days, definitely, even though he's not someone who is like this team against that team and, oh, you're from that team, you can't train. Like he's had Braulio Esteemer and heaps of guys from other teams do seminars at his mm. gym and whatever. But anyway, he was. Uh, he was in England and he was visiting Hodger and Hodger's gym. And so he was training there. And so they have a uniform policy. Mm. And I remember Fabio was like, Hodger bro. He's like, 
I will not wear a Gracie. Yeah, hundred percent. It was. It was like I'll wear a Hodger Gracie gi. Yeah, but I'm not gonna wear yeah. <laughs> a Gracie yeah. Baja gi. Yeah. And so Fabio wore Hodges, you know, a Hodger Gracie gi. And I don't you know, think I would wear a, yeah. a Gracie. But, gi. but you know, like I remember when Braulio came and did a seminar, like Fabio didn't make him wear an Alliance gi. Like yeah. you know, he wore a Gracie Baja gi. Did, and, did Alliance in Sao Paulo have a uniform policy? Yeah. Yeah. So was it, you had to wear an Alliance gi yeah, and it had to yeah. be either I white, blue or black. Yeah. It wasn't the case when I started there. That transition happened while I was blue or a purple belt there. Yeah. yeah. But um, you have a uniform policy on your, your wall um, that states that it has to be a white, blue or black gi, yeah, but it's I'd, not enforced obviously. Well, who, who amongst, has amongst a gi, your students? It who is, has a gi that is not that color? Amongst your students, it is. But if someone from a different oh, gym, if someone was visited and, and they, they had, had a pink a, gi or something, you, you, know, you wouldn't really never, care. You wouldn't I'd even say like, anything. I'd be like, that's atrocious. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I just mean like because for me, they're the you know they're the colors you're allowed to compete in. Like yeah. you can't unless it's some random competition. You can't go compete in a camo gi. They yeah. won't let you. Like the colors of the uniforms you can wear are white, blue, and black. Mm. Right. Uh, so, you know that's. Uh, that's the colors. I, I follow that rule. Yeah, I think the rule states you must maintain a clean and rip-free gi, white, blue, and black. I, I mm. think that's pretty – if your gi has holes in it, get a new one. But, yeah. My, uh, my, I was just thinking one of my gis has a fuckload of holes yeah, in it. Yeah, and why has it got all those holes in it, Kieran? Because I put it in the dryer, you bro. You put it in the dryer like a scrub. Yeah. So that that unspoken rule is definitely spoken at gyms that enforce mm. uh, uniform policies. Uh, you know, don't visit another gym – is another one we spoke like, about that, yeah. which is you know so outdated. But again, people will people will uh, will will enforce that. Some gyms will enforce that. It's twenty twenty two. Wake up, yeah, wake up, bro. Uh, this is <laughs> so. This is one that people actually hate when people say this. Don't 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 use your weight or don't use your strength. When you roll, not this again. Fuck. Look how angry Kieran is. Yeah, we've we've we. This he's, is one of the Kieran's first so furious because he's just a fat, strong guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, fuck. Man, if you haven't it's seen like, me, I'm like eight percent body fat. Yeah. So, <laughs> you fucking just, yeah, just had to put that out there. Yeah, bro, yeah Correct. Like, look at look at look at this fuck. camera. Look at that camera. I'm at, iced. <laughs> cut, bro. Shredded. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's. I get where that comes from, and we've spoken about it before. That it's you know you want to learn technique, but man, you also got to use your attributes. Yeah, so, that's um, dumb. Don't yeah. be a spaz. I think it should just like that. I think that statement works for beginners um, to try and like reduce their amount of spaz time because you know a lot of beginners me included, have a, a fair amount of spaz. Imagine a beginner just being like, oh, bro, I had spaz for about 45 <laughs> seconds, but after that, I'm cooked. My spaz time needs yeah. to increase. <laughs> <laughs> I need to up my cardio so I yeah. can spaz for longer. <laughs> All right, guys, lie down. We're going to do spaz sprints. 10-second intervals. Ready? Go. <laughs> Rest. Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, too controlled. Um, yeah. Spaz more. Yeah. <laughs> I know what we're doing tonight. <laughs> Spaz class. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this one is definitely relevant and I think it's quite ironically way more relevant now with lockdowns, hopefully never happening again, but ha having happened over the past few years, which is always keep your membership active. What a dumb rule. 
right? But <laughs> it makes me think about the the stance that some gyms took during lockdown, right? Which I don't know how other countries or gyms or parts of the world took care of it, but our gym took a an approach that students were always given the option to to cancel their membership. Of course, the gym's closed, the service isn't being provided, but instead we took a stance where it was, okay, we've changed our product, right? We no longer sell physical jiu-jitsu classes, we sell online classes, which of course we know it's not the same thing, but we were thrown into this lockdown world that no one really knew what to do. And you know, and then and prices were adjusted accordingly. And so people had multiple options, whether they wanted to pay their regular membership, pay a discounted membership for the online content, pay nothing. Just pay what and you could. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it, was a, it was a pay what you could. But there were some other gyms that, you know, pretty much forced their students to continue to pay. One in particular was, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but someone said that lockdown happened and – they went to the instructor and was like, man, like I'm, I'm going to have to cancel. Like, you know, I've lost my job and what, whatever their personal financial situation was. And the guy was like, oh, look, man, like you got to keep paying this gym's my livelihood and blah, 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 blah. He was like, man, I, like, I can't. i got no money. And he was like, okay, I'll cancel it for you. But then, you know, once the lockdown is all said and done and you want to come back to training – you, the um, the total cost of the weeks you didn't pay will be your rejoining fee. So if his membership was 50 bucks a week and lockdown lasted 10 weeks, you've then got to pay a $500 joining fee if you want to come back and train. You know, is uh, I know other gyms that just ghosted, just zero communication with students. Yeah, I know those guys but, too. But continued to charge. A, fr- a friend of mine was which training I've, at one of those gyms. Which I found that hard that that was even possible because when the first lockdown happened – the in Australia we have direct debit companies mm. that it's not the banks that charge the accounts it's uh, direct debit companies they're like a middleman they actually froze all the direct debits and issued like an email saying that you can't charge customers for a, a service that you're not providing it's illegal yeah so I had to actually provide them and prove to them that mm. I was providing online content. Right, that, that I was providing a service in exchange for those finances before they would, you know, Otherwise debit it's, the money. It's donations, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or fraud, yeah, right? or stealing, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's it's wow. Like to to actually comprehend that a business owner to one of their not even a business owner because the business relationship between the coach and the student is more than that. I suppose from your perspective it would be you would need to have a switch in your brain where you turn off coach and turn on business. It would have to, you'd have to have that right at some point, yeah. but there's still that coach side there. So to go to, to say to one of your students, someone that's been training with you that, you know, trusts you that you have a rapport with to say, no, fuck you. I don't care that you've lost your job. You're not reducing my income. That is insane to me. Yeah. That is insane. I mean, I, I get how, businesses and companies get to that position if it's something like anytime fitness or fitness first or whatever you know or gold's gym they're a massive million multi-million dollar business they have you know it's just some receptionist who doesn't want to be there Mm. she's just doing what she's told and there's lawyers and everything and you know 
it, it is what it is. Mm. I mean, f- for me, it's not even about the fact that I have rapport with my students. It's like I, it's probably my weakest link in terms of being a gym owner is I'm very easy to be like, yeah, bro, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I wish I was a little bit more removed and did have some receptionist there being just to be like, the bad cop. Yeah. But, you know, I'm also very, you know, like sympathetic to people's positions. Yeah. When lockdown happened, like I said, we were providing this online content, but people who had no money and lost their jobs and couldn't pay anything, they were still getting access to all that on all everything we were doing online the people who canceled their memberships altogether were still getting it, right? In other words, the people who were paying it was essentially, you could think of it as, as donations, but they were also given the option not to pay. Like everyone was given the same options. Yeah. And um, yeah, I never, and even then the people who lost their jobs, I said, and when the gym opens back up, you can come back and you can come back to training for free until you're employed again. You know, like uh, if I'm in a position to, of course the business needs to make money because it's got bills, but if yeah. I'm in a position to help, Right? What, like, I don't see why I wouldn't. Anyway. It's because you're a good bloke. Yeah. So good another job, <laughs> another, Thanks, another bit of an unspoken rule that is, I think the more I think about these unspoken rules, there so many of them are outdated, but then, yeah, more traditional gyms will enforce them, which is to learn your lineage. Right? And some gyms will yeah. actually have – there's actually – you know, I don't think it's – I would never enforce the rule, but uh, – I think it's cool to have the information available to you. Mm-hmm. A, a plaque that I would like to have in, in our gym that I don't, that was in Fabio's gym, was just like a, you know, a line of photos that it just essentially said like, oh, yeah. learn your history. And it had, you know, like, you know, Carlos Gracie. Oh, well, sorry, it had um, Maeda first, the guy from Japan who came over to Brazil and then Gracie's and then Holes Gracie and then Jacare and then Fabio. And then there'd be a blank square like photo frame and it would say you as in to be like, that's where you'll be if you follow this lineage. Uh, That's awesome. But yeah, there's traditional gyms that at the end of class, like you'll line up and you'll have to bow to the photo of the grandmaster or something. So Mm. you can imagine those gyms being a bit more, you know, like, I don't know, imagine doing a belt test. And if I said, all right now, Kieran, so tell me the lineage, you know, your jujitsu lineage, you'd be like, "Mm." Good button pressing. <laughs> you scramble it for that, right? It would be a bit like that. So I would never enforce that rule, but I don't know. It's not the worst thing to learn a few people's names. Yeah. I yeah. I, you there, have there, a, there's worse unspoken rules. There's a really awesome video that you share with new people that join the gym to learn about Alliance as a team. Yeah. That little, it's a bit old now. Like, yeah. but it's, I mean, not old as in out. Dated. It was just filmed years ago, mm. but yeah, it's a cool little video. I remember watching of that. Yeah, like little five-minute video just about Alliance's history and you know how important it is to continue to you know progress and mm. blah 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 and stuff like that. He's got Fabio and Jacare and Gigi talking a little bit. Yeah, it's a cool little video. Yeah, everywhere in like defense bases around Australia, there's always like uh, a lineage. Uh, not lineage, like a, a rank a hierarchy really, but it's similar, but it changes the hierarchy of photos. So it'll be like who the, the chief of defense is, who the chief of your services, so the chief of Navy, then the the captain of, of or like the, the one star of whoever is in charge of your group, whatever, wherever you're posted and then your, your CO and then, you know, it fucking goes down. So every man, the dog's up there. <laughs> their, yeah, right. their photos just so, you know, you're constantly uh, exposed to what these people look like because it's a very common problem in the defense uh, air quote problem that like 
service people, like enlisted people don't know who the hell is in charge. You all, all like, look the same. Mate, though. everyone looks the same. But same no one haircut, cares, like, same clothes. No one like, you know, not many people can rattle off their entire like, um, you know, chain of command, if you will. Do, do you ever have to? Oh, yeah, for, for uh, recruiting you do, like for an officer selection board, uh, which is different from getting recruited as an enlisted person, you need to um, – you, they'll ask you like, oh, who's the chief of defense? Who's the chief of, um, who's the chief of, or who's the vice chief of defense? What are their responsibilities? Who's the chief of navy? Uh, who's the um fleet commander? Who's who's complot? Uh, like commodore yeah. commodore of the flotilla, or previously known as commodore of warfare, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, they ask you all these positions, and and I I did my officer selection board when there was a transition period, so. They just changed literally the week of the board. So they expected you to know who both, like who who was there and who was replacing them and where they were going next and like all sorts of oh shit. It's crazy, yeah. And I, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I, knew, <laughs> I memorized the names, but I didn't know anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's quite funny. Uh, all right. Next one, another, you know, semi-unspoken rule, which is like, you know, no, no politics on the mat or similar to that one where mm. people say like, if you go into a family dinner or something, you don't, yeah. what is it? You don't talk about politics and you don't religion. talk about religion. Yeah. You don't talk about money or yeah. some of those things. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I disagree. I disagree with that to, to some extent. No, to, to mostly I disagree with it. Of course you should leave all your conversations off the mats while you're in the middle of class. But you know, if, if you're not able to, converse with your teammates you know man you can make some of the best friends lifelong friends in the gym and so if you're not able to have some of those you know conversations or if you don't have any of those conversations how else am i going to find out you're like a white supremacist (laughs) i (laughs) I was like i know you're a nazi (laughs) and i need to kick you out of the gym you know like yeah or topical you're russian yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i'm sorry (laughs) ouch (laughs) yeah um poor poor russians bro the people are getting like yeah i love them like not, not what they're. Yeah. Anyway, I'm well, not going like, to go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, no, but no I mean, politics or yeah. jiu-jitsu podcast. Yeah, but yeah. you definitely got to feel for a lot of the. I do. You know, I really, really do. Just the good Russian people yeah. who are getting kicked out of every single sport and yeah. whatever. Like, I think they got kicked out of um, uh, Formula One. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he did, but there is a Russian driver in the Formula One. Oh no, I mean, like F1 got kicked out of Russia or whatever. Oh, that's or true. Yeah, Russia. the race they're not hosting yeah, the Russian yeah. Grand Prix. There's so many of those. But. Uh, I saw. I think like they've been kicked out of like um like all the international like skiing competitions mm. and things like that and yeah, definitely sorts. sucks for like the the credible russian athlete who's mm. like fuck yeah right yeah anyway yeah. anyway vodka <laughs> well they've removed vodka from shelves as well that are associated with russia what? have they yeah in a lot of countries i think canada did it they oh, stripped wow. all their shelves of vodka yeah the sanctions are that, crazy anyway that's just a way to sell more maple syrup <laughs> 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 fucking canucks <laughs> love you guys yeah. Um, uh but yeah i mean that reminds me that just on the the speaking uh, about politics on the mats of another sort of i don't know if it's an unspoken rule but the whole don't talk during a roll it's it kind of yeah is. fuck that's yeah i'm all on board with that rule so i i have done it before and with like regular training partners you you can take like little pauses just to have like a quick two second conversation but then once you're on it's on like you're not going to be you know, unless it's a joke or whatever, or like, you know, everything can be taken within the context, right? But I've rolled with people, this one guy in particular, story time. He was a visitor from a different gym. I was rolling with him. Like, you know, you have this like policy that if they're not a white belt, you know, like they're they're an established, you know, they're colored belt and up and they're from another gym, you know, 
put your best foot forward, represent the gym. And I was rolling with this guy and he just kept talking to me. Like kept making comments about everything. Like, you know, like, oh, fucking hell. And just, oh, rah, rah, rah. Just like making like really weird comments. He was like talking constantly during the role. And like, it was really, really off-putting. It was made me so uncomfortable because he- But talking to you or talking to himself? Talking to me, but oh. like, and himself. Like it was a bit of both. And um, I mean, I was obviously, by the tone of this story, I was winning the role. I was putting him in bad positions and he didn't like it. So he kept like making comments and I'm like, what the, f just shut up, bro. Just shut up and tap. Like what the fuck? It was so weird. But then again, I'll roll with Aaron, the purple belt. And like, after I try something or whatever and I, oh, fuck that didn't work. I might say it out loud. And then he would be like, yeah, we'll talk about it after or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, if someone is talking to themselves, cause I don't know, it's one of their quirks or whatever. Mm. I mean, there's not much you can do about that. If they're rolling properly, mm. but there's, I don't know, they just, mutter to themselves or whatever. I mean, get on, get over it. But yeah, it's no talking during the role is in, man, it, like that timed period, it's a time period to roll. Like that's not the time where you stop and ask your partner like, oh, why, why didn't that work? It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, man, like after we're in the middle of a role, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't go for a jog with you and halfway through, you know, be like, oh man, we're going to see how fast we can do 5Ks. And then halfway through be like, how do you tie your shoelaces? Show me. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. no man, we're on a run. Yeah. Like, like at that point in time, it's, it's rolling. Any questions or things you're unsure about, you know, ask at the end, right? When it's in the interval, if you've got time yeah. or at the end of class or whatever, yeah. that is the time that you roll. If, if you're doing a five minute round and every minute you're stopping to be like, show me this, blah, blah, blah. Like you actually end up doing maybe a minute of rolling. Yeah, so the rest up, of the time yeah. you were talking. Yeah. Fucking get on with it. Like yeah, that rule. I know, I know you've had a good role with a good training partner when after it, you're like, Oh, when you were in this position, was I close? I'm like, no, I think you need to do this or whatever. Like, you know, I, I have that with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Particularly that's fine. Like, you know, particularly like Toby after it, we, you know, make mental notes and then discuss the role afterwards and, and, you know, try and prove that way. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm but all talking, talking I'm all during board it. With that rule. Yeah, don't talk to me. And Joey, Joey does it as well. Like he'll, he'll be like a hectic knee on belly, like a knee run. He'd be like, just breathe, bro. Just breathe. Just look at me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, that's different though. <laughs> he does it. He does it to me as well. Like I'll have, I'll be knee on belly on him and he'll be like, he'll be like, bro, all day, bro. All day. All day. You got, you got nothing, bro. And I'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, day it yeah. is, Joey. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Man, I, I, the last unspoken rule I want to talk about is us. Us. You must us. You must us. 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 <laughs> On that note, thanks so yeah. much for listening yeah. to- Well, what is us? You must, you know, you- How do you spell us? O-S. Oh, how many S's? I think yeah. two. O-S-S. So it's O-S-S. I've yeah. seen it written O-O-S. No. And I've no, seen it written- never. I've seen it written O-S-U. No. Yeah. Don't no. know how. It's us. OSS. OSS. And it yeah. means us. Yeah. And, and shakas. I love. Yeah. And shakas. I <laughs> love like it. A I love it when I love it when new people ask what what does us mean and you're us like is the way. and you're like <laughs> yeah and you're like oh shit us is the truth you know it's like well, yeah you just know when you know when, when you it's know, the right you know. time to say us it's us yeah I love it when you're training a lot. Yeah, you're training a lot, and and you, I don't know, you go to the supermarket, and someone's like, "Have a nice day," and you're like, "Us," and you walk off, and you're like, "Fuck." fuck. <laughs> oh shit, us, bro, us, yeah, good you training. Must, you must us, good training, bro, us, us. And I think like one 
small, like 30 second unspoken rule is that whenever you go to high five knuckles, someone needs to knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't both high five. So to context of why we find this so funny, Ads and I for the last few weeks have been talking about this. It's come up quite a lot. Well, you can't tell them now you have ruined the video. There'll be a video. There's, there's no videos. No, no videos. We don't have video capability. What's a clicky clack cam? Oh, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> clickety clack, it's fucked. <laughs> that was like a, uh, that's my favorite quote from this podcast, just talking shit. Is, what, from who, our podcast yeah, or yeah. a podcast? No, our podcast. Oh, like right. ages ago, I, I was like, clickety clack, it's fucked. And I can't remember. <laughs> and I got so many messages, like people sending me that quote. Um, anyway. On that note, thank you so much for making it through this episode of the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast, Unspoken Rules, part number two. Maybe there'll be a part number three. Maybe. Probably, probably yeah. not. But the next episode won't be because it's uh, Johnny Yaps we're having on the, the yes, podcast. Yes, yes. Johnny Yap will be featured. Johnny on- Yap, his podcast is Johnny Yaps. Yes. So. But to learn more, listen to the next episode, which will be number 68. Yep, yep. But if you want to support the show, you know the drill. You can do so on our Instagram at beyondjujitsu underscore podcast. We also have a Patreon. We have awesome content. We we post regularly on Patreon. We post behind the scenes. We post uh, exclusive episodes, ask me anything. Saucy nudes. Saucy nudes from ads, feet pics from me, the works. So What pics from you? Feet pics. Feet pics. Come on, yeah. man. You don't act like you, you aren't you behind do the have camera. Some, yeah, you do have some good feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, Gross. oh damn, they're flat, <laughs> fucking flat ass, mate. My feet are flat as a tack. I'm telling you, they. I have zero arch. It's actually a problem. Anyway, it's like when, car- when carpenters are building something, they don't get a level; they get a Kieran foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bitch is flat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to actually post a, a fucking pic of my feet now because people can see oh they are God. very flat. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for, for suffering through this with us. <laughs> uh, and until next I'm time. I'm Adam and this is Flat Feet. <laughs> <laughs>